Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Charles, and today we're sitting down with Nate Bag to discuss this millennial and Gen Z investing problem that we're seeing. Uh, a lot of young people are, you know, able to save a lot of money, but there's this sort of stigma against investing it. Um, you know, not a lot of people are contributing to their 401k. They see crypto as this sort of scam. Uh, Nate Bag's a young dude. He's 20 years old right now, I believe. And uh, he got interested in Bitcoin and first invested when I think he was like 16 years old. Uh, so he's just going to talk about some of his tips and tricks and what he's picked up along the way on you know how to get started um, and where you can put your money so let's get into it uh so nate before we really jump into anything can you just give us a little background on yourself what you were doing before crypto who you are and uh what you're doing now uh so essentially i uh i wasn't really doing fuck all before crypto i mean i got into crypto pretty uh i was pretty young i'm still a teenager so i mean i was just fucking doing basic teenager stuff getting high with my friends getting drunk going to fucking high school shit like that um i was always a fucking nerd always like i fucking love computers love building computers and i was always intrigued by the dark web just something about the dark web being kind of decentralized like always i don't know i just kind of love the dark web um that kind of got me interested on bitcoin and me and my buddy were gonna buy one back in grade eight but the price was like eight hundred dollars no it was like five hundred dollars us so we're like, mm, we're, we're both broke fucking grade eights. We can't even go splits on one Bitcoin. So we just like ignored it for a few months. And when I finally checked back up on the dark web, Bitcoin was like 250 bucks. And I was like, glad I never got into Bitcoin. I was like, oh, fucking thank God I didn't get into that. Like I would have lost so much money, blah, blah, blah. Right. As a high schooler, then, you'd probably think like, okay, I probably would have sold it watching it go from 800 to 200 bucks. Yeah, ex yeah exactly. Like if I fucking... Or I would have just forgotten about it more than anything. Like, I would not have remembered where my Bitcoin was stored. I've been like, oh, I lost so much on it. I don't need it anymore. Right. But yeah, so I was kind of like happy I didn't buy it at that point. And I kind of forgot about Bitcoin for a long time after that until like, it was around late 2015. I got a fucking shit memory when it comes to numbers. Great for uh, messing around with stocks. But uh, yeah, it was like sometime late 2015 or something along there. And uh, I heard some dudes talking about it in an elevator. And I was like, huh. I remember hearing about Bitcoin way back when. Like, I still had heard about it, like, from time to time. But, like, I never decided to actually check back on it. So I checked back on it. And now I, like, actually did research on what Bitcoin was. I was in, like, maybe grade 10 in this time, something around there. Maybe grade 11, something like that. Um, yeah, so I kind of did a bit of research on it. And I was actually, like, being the nerd I was, I was now, like, damn, like, this shit's actually valuable. Like, it, it actually has value to it. Like, it's not some random fucking... 4chan slash dark web internet currency thing like it's actually useful um so after that i just kind of started investing every fucking penny i earned i had a part-time job at the time and i just fucking every fucking dollar i earned i'd give myself like a 20 dollar allowance every two-week paycheck and i just put the rest into bitcoin and slowly after that i just kept stacking and then uh i also was introduced to the uh the shitcoin market the day i got introduced to bitcoin like actually buying it so 
that was a, a positive to me, although I would never suggest anyone to do it like that. Like definitely watch the market before jumping in. But like I would buy Bitcoin and like 75% of it was put onto an exchange immediately. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was Bitrex. That was good. I, this was, yeah, still like early or late 2015, early 2016-ish. I probably only like held Bitcoin for like a week before I started investing it into actual shit coins. Yeah, so yeah. it your story in a sense sounds like a lot of people's they heard about Bitcoin, read about Bitcoin, had someone tell them about Bitcoin and then pretty much they forgot about it and then, you know, however many months, years, whenever it was later, they heard about it again. Um very similar to my situation, very similar to a lot of the yeah, people. Yeah, actually does research on it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, they hear about and it. And again, my, my story starts off like most people who got into Bitcoin and didn't like know what they were doing with. The first time we tried to buy Bitcoin, it was literally just to buy drugs on the dark web. There we go. Like yeah. we, we, we didn't understand what it did or anything. We just knew that we could get money online and somehow buy drugs with it. So that was our. that's all we knew what Bitcoin was for at that, that point. That was the goal, yeah. See, th- that was the thing I was going to say you that's kind of where your similarities you know and you were in high school i i don't know many people your age um who were thinking about investing or thinking about their financial future in any way honestly i don't know if that was because me and my friends were complete degenerates um most of my friends still don't think about investing all the people that i talked about crypto pretty much are online other than one or two people um but you talked about how you kept $20 for yourself and pretty much put the rest of that money into crypto. Yeah, man. I'd give myself an allowance just like when I was a fucking kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so that's like the way to properly invest, but you were doing it with pretty much your whole paycheck. Um, So you got in relatively early at a very young age. Um, So I can assume that you made, you know, a decent amount of money, especially saying that, you know, you gave yourself a $20 allowance and the rest of it went into crypto. Um, so can you kind of talk to us about how that has kind of shaped the way you view investing and view money and view the way that the rest of your life is gonna go? Uh, yes, I will go back to that question in one moment. I just wanna clarify, I, I'm looking at a chart now. Again, my memory is fucking horrible. Um, but so it was late 2016 that I got in. It wasn't late 2015. Regardless, I wish it was because yeah. that, that was around like it was around early 2015 when I was first looking into it. There we go. And it was yeah, yeah late 2016 yeah. that I finally got involved. Okay, there we but go. Yeah, yeah, so sorry about that. That's what I was thinking about. Want to repeat that question and no, go for no, it? No, no, it's yeah, not a big deal at all. So question right. again was, um, you know, you got in at a relatively young age. Again, yeah. I don't know many people who at your age were thinking about investing, let alone investing in. Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. Um, so can you just tell us how that's kind of shaped your way um, of viewing finance, money, and investing in general? Well, like, I guess, like, I don't know. Finances are a joke to me. <laughs> um, it's it's I've, I got a very weird way of looking at money. Like, I don't know. Money to me ain't really much. I don't like money at all. I've always been, like, as soon as I heard about crypto, I was like, Yo, I want all my money in Bitcoin. Like, it's the safest way to fucking put my stuff in. And I never trusted banks as is. Um, But, uh, so yeah, I always just kind of viewed Bitcoin as, like, my new... Like, as soon as I did research on it, I knew it was, like, the currency for me. It's what I would feel safe having my money in. So that's just why I would mainly put all my money in it. It was, like, a safe store of value that I wouldn't ever get fucked up on. And banks have fucked me up in the past later because of Bitcoin. But, uh... So, and then, yeah, based on, like, finances and stuff, I kind of realized everyone in my age doesn't know what they're doing. 
And I didn't really realize what I was doing either. As I said, like once I did research on it, I just pictured it as my currency. So I wanted all my money in Bitcoin. And later through that, I kind of realized that like this was me actually saving money. This was me putting money away and making sure I don't spend it on stuff, even though for me, I was spending it on shit coins and stuff like that. Um, but I realized that no one does this. And like, although I, I pictured me spending the money too, because I was spending on shit coins and stuff, it was much better than me spending the money on, you know, bottles of alcohol, drugs and shit like that, and games and stuff like that. So definitely in the long term, fin- like financially, it really helped out. Because I didn't, without even realizing that I wasn't spending my money, I was not spending any of my money, which helped saving up like through several years. There we go. Yeah. And then, yeah so, I- so are you strictly sticking to crypto or do you have other investments that you've diversified into? What's your kind so, of financial well-being look like right now? For for investment wise, like I'm pretty stuck to crypto. I've done like a few side investments, but like I don't even know if they're investments. Like I'm not actually buying an asset of any type. It's more so like helping out buddies. I've helped a few buddies start up some businesses and go. stuff like that. Um Sort of like again, since those have yeah, of... I haven't even done any like legal contracts with them, so I okay. can't say I've gotten like a huge return from them. But like, I'm happy at the placement they're at, and I'm sure in the long run, it's gonna come back and reward me in some way. But you never know. But go. for the most part, like investing my money and actually expecting a return, I mainly stick to crypto. Right on there. We Which go. is, I mean, again, I've been trading through a bear market. That's a tough thing to say, but still, if I ever want to like know that I can put my money into something and actually like make a return from it. Crypto is the way to go for me. There we go. Okay. So I was going to ask Forex markets scare me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask if there was any reason that you maybe thought that you were sticking strictly to crypto versus, you know, bond stocks. For me, I, it's, it's like, I like having, I like having control. Like one, the markets open 24 seven. I can yeah. trade whenever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I want to trade, I can do that. There we go. Um, And like, again, with it being all through crypto and stuff, and I can immediately take my funds, put them into like a hardware wallet on Bitcoin. Like I know I have my money. Um, I don't even know how to trade Forex markets 100%. Like I don't know how to trade stocks. I used to use one broker only because that was through crypto and stuff. But I'm pretty sure I'd have to go through a bank and they'd have to verify me. And I, I don't know how any of that shit works. Yeah, yeah. So you've And that's 100% why like I stick to crypto and I think personally crypto's easier. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I know people who understand the banking system and don't understand crypto might get caught up and get confused, but for someone who's just walking into something with money and no understanding of anything, I find crypto would be easier to get into. Okay. And and why do you think that is? Mainly because, like, you control your own money and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. So just that that lack of... I kind mean, of security aspect. Yeah, yeah, no middleman. The whole point of crypto, I well, guess. Okay, I was going to say, you know, lack of third party, but if you're trading on any kind of exchange, you have to trust that that exchange isn't going... Yeah, to that is true. And now, again, that's where I would take all precautions of, like, just, you know, normal trading, only trade with certain percentages of your, like, actual net worth and stuff. Take all those precautions, but... That's, I would still feel safer. I don't know about safer trading on a crypto exchange than like an actual person's, like a real exchange, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, again, I don't know even how to go to, like if I wanted to trade on NASDAQ, I wouldn't fucking want to do that. Yeah, okay. So I assume so, going to a bank and stuff like that and getting someone to like verify that I can even trade and stuff like you that. You set up some sort of brokerage account. Exactly, Almost yeah. similar to, you know, any kind of crypto account. They have online brokerages that you can do it. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, this was kind of just like the first place that you saw any realized gains and you've kind of continued to yeah, stick with definitely. it. Yeah, definitely. Because you know it. Definitely. There we go. Okay, so 
You... And one thing that uh, where I stuck to crypto is again, like I am like, again, I've always been a nerd, quite an introvert. I like staying in my room and stuff. The fact that I can do crypto without even having to leave my house once and I can have it all set up in a night, pretty convenient. Extremely. Yeah. Even though crypt crypto definitely at times can be inconvenient. There is definitely some convenience to it. There, oh, 100%. I feel like I think the first exchange that I was, you know, I set up my Coinbase account. I think it was middle of 2016. For a while, I yeah. just dollar cost averaged into Bitcoin and Ethereum. It was easy enough. And then when I did start to sign up for exchanges, for the most part, it was, you know, either you do KYC or you find something like Binance where you can set up the account in three clicks and send money and you're trading in a day. Yeah. So. I totally see where you're coming from on the ease of it. Um, I was just reading an article today that I, I can't remember the percentage exactly, but it was some staggering percentage of millennials and Gen Z that doesn't have any sort of investments. They don't invest any of their money either because they're living paycheck to paycheck or they don't trust the markets. Um, as someone yep. who at a very young age, um, you know, invested a decent amount of their income. Can you give, you know, the listeners who are also at a young age now some tips on how they can get started on investing, uh, some of the stigmas that maybe you need to get yeah. beyond? So like, yeah, as you met, like, yeah, most people my age, like, okay, just to clarify, I am only 20 years old in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, yeah, sorry, age. I forgot to mention that. I know you're yeah, 20, just but... Yeah, I kind of forgot to bring that up as well. No, I mean, you mentioned, I am you know, only high school. You mentioned high school was 2015. Yeah, they still so know I'm then. young, but... Yeah, 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 so um, you, But yeah, so yeah. most people my age still do not invest anything. They don't, like, they don't even know what investing means. Yeah. Even through, like, no, they're, like, they're not even trying to afford houses or anything. Generally, it's just they afford schooling, they rent a house. That's just what they're doing right now. That's pretty much it, yeah. Um, and uh, but even for the people who aren't doing that, they still don't want to invest because, as you said, like no one, most people don't trust the market. Yeah. When I tell people I invest, they're kind of like, "Oh wow, that's crazy." And when I tell them I invest in like cryptos, they're like, "Isn't that dangerous and stuff Mind like that?" And I'm like, most people when I talk to them, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like literally, isn't it dangerous? And like, I don't talk to about many people, but like, if they start talking to me about it, I'm not gonna like try and hide that I trade cryptos. But everyone then asks me like, if it's dangerous to trade them, I'm like anything's dangerous as long like if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna be fucked over. Learning cryptos is the same as learning any type of investment. And if you don't know what you're doing, it's that's why I guess you'd pay a broker to trade for you. Um, which was like crypto also led me to understand how to financially like understand my funds myself. I understand like I controlled it all myself. I would invest in things myself. I would never follow anything. I had to do research myself. I was always told that from the start. Like pretty much anytime you would ask a question, people would be like, all right, Google it. Like figure this shit out yourself, pal. Yeah, there we go. Um, do your own research. It's a exactly yeah. Do your own research on everything. Around yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no matter where you are, people tell you that. And yeah, exactly. It's for a good reason. You'll you can tell the people when you're even like interacting on social media sites. The people who've been spoon fed everything, and the people who've actually had to put in the work and figure shit out themselves. Completely agree. Um. But uh, yeah, most people uh, they don't understand how it goes and uh. Even if they like, I have a very small group of people who actually want to start getting invested now. Um, but again, it's like a very small group of people for my age. And even starting at the age of 20 is good, but most people don't even have any plans of investing in anything at this age. Yeah. I mean, so 2015 for me was what? I was 21 years old when I made my first investment. I bought some. And yeah, that's a, that's a great age to invest at. Most people, like, I don't know, like, 
most people I know, even by the age of like 25 and stuff, don't have anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked to any one of my friends. The one buddy who got me introduced to crypto, he sold his ETH at like, I think that's like another big problem. That is another huge problem. Like that. No one else even considers investing, and it just blows my mind. It's kind of weird. We're yep. in this little echo chamber of we're all very interested in investing, we're all very interested in financial freedom. Um, but outside of that bubble, it's I, I don't find many people my age and your age that are looking into it. Um, nope. But you said, I mean, like, sorry, go ahead. You no, know, it's definitely it's definitely weird because a lot of people don't worry about finances anyways, and they don't even worry about like the depth of finance and like what comes into it and like what their bank's doing, whether they'd be safer putting money into a bank or crypto or whatnot. Like they don't care about how much money they have, let alone what their money's in. Right. Yeah. It's a very almost autopilot. The finances are almost autopilot. You know, you get paid, your bills get paid. It's all online. You don't have to think about it at all. And that's that because it's easy. Um, Exactly. So you you said, you. Um, you said you were talking to a couple of friends or, you know, acquaintances that were thinking about getting interested. Um, what kind of tactics are you using to kind of get them on board and get them to buy some? Crypto? Well, all of these guys are like actual buddies. Like they're actual, they're close friends of mine. And uh, I mean, they've known I've been investing in cryptocurrencies for a while, but uh, surprisingly enough, I'm pretty like, although I've gained good money through crypto, I, I like, I don't take money out or anything. Like I have no need to spend any of my money. I just keep accumulating in a way. Um, but finally this year I decided to just like start buying some stuff. So start living a good life. And I think they've realized that I've just kind of like, you know, bossed up my life real quick and now they, they want a piece of it. Okay. So they've, they've seen Um, the game. But instead of like, since they are, and like most people, if anyone was to be like, Oh, how do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. I would just tell them like, Straight up, I would normally tell them, like, the stupidest advice you can fucking tell them. Like, all right, go on fucking Coinbase, use Authy. That's the main authenticator you got to use. And just, yeah, just always buy Bitcoin every time you see it going up in price. There we go. So really, I mean, that's not a bad plan, no, honestly. But, really like, that's, that's some of the worst advice right there. I mean, for, for people who have been in the industry for a while, I think it is, you know, kind of, not. I don't want to say shit advice, but it's very simplified, dumbed down. But I think that's yeah, exactly, exactly what people exactly. need to but, get. So, yeah, since they're like my actual buddies, I'm going to like, instead of just doing that, I want to actually like not show them just how to buy Bitcoin. Well, that's a good thing, but like actually how to trade and actually how to understand what they're doing with their money and whatnot. There we go. Okay, so, so. I, I feel like for anyone who's listening to this who's not invested, I, I think what they can do to get involved is to reach out to anyone that they know that does any sort of investing, reach out to your buddies who are, you know, very interested in finance and be genuine and try to get involved and at the same time do your own research so you're not just, you know, showing up yeah, hey, exactly. teach I mean, me like, how to invest. One part like I mean crypto is literally like well one thing it's it's mainly money. So one thing is you gotta get money and secure your money and then, you know, decide what you want to do with that money and Personally, I would like I got a bias on crypto, but I would personally think crypto is the best bet for your money. I mean, a lot of us kind of see it that way as well. I, yeah. I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, the stock market kind of topping out. Housing markets also been in a 10 year plus bull run. Um, yeah, honestly, man, I'm just like I've been saying this since the day I got into crypto, but I just can't wait for this next recession. I don't even know what it's going to do to Bitcoin, but yeah, see, that's like, the thing. I, I just want to see what it's going to hit like, man. Bitcoin was born out of the recession, so we haven't seen it go through a recessionary. Period. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, a lot of people uh, expect it would really uh, and I've always kind of thought this, too. I think it would like say banks were to do anything sketchy, then people would move to crypto. Definitely. 
Um, but I don't think just an overall recession would help crypto. I think a lot of money would be taken out of crypto and it would go to some lows. Exactly. I, my thoughts exactly on it. You know, if every big bank suddenly went under, there was these huge banks. Yeah, banks. exactly. Like they just fucking hide all their gold and shit. People can't take money out. And if it's the bank's problem, I think a lot of people would move to crypto. Yeah, And finally definitely. start to open their eyes. But but with any kind of other recession, you start moving your assets out of the riskier stuff. Exactly. Kind of yeah, you just want into cash, cash to try and make that kind of thing. stuff. Um, yeah exactly yeah but, I mean, uh, yeah we'll definitely have to see i mean again no one can tell the future so no, of course it's not. just a matter of how it comes it's... and that is like again that's why i don't want to tell my friends just to buy crypto and stuff because one of the buddies who was involved he did research on bitcoin and his idea was to just put his life savings into bitcoin immediately like one day just, just buy one... all the bitcoin he could uh... and then navigate it through shit coins like that and i'm like that that's not that's not a good idea man <laughs> like i mean i'm a i'm a fucking pretty much bitcoin maximalist 100 percent but like, even I wouldn't just buying all of your fucking yeah, don't, net worth that I mean, one moment. You dump it in and it drops ten percent, and then you're like, all right, yeah, this is, that's like, how you sure, like, sure. lose all you're your money. You're in Bitcoin, so I'm happy. But now you're down fucking fifteen percent of your total net worth, bro. Like, yeah, it's that's definitely not the way I I always preach. You know, to anyone who doesn't know what they're doing, dollar cost average in. You know, take a little part of your paycheck. Yeah. Exactly, exactly like you were exactly. doing when you were young. It's easy. It's proven. You know, it's. And that that's not that's one thing that kind of pushed me uh to doing it when I was young cuz a lot of people would like ask me why I would spend all my money in this and it was like I have nothing else to spend it on like I'm not paying taxes now thankfully I'm young like, I'm not taxed like I have nothing to pay I wasn't even paying my phone bill or anything there we So go. I was like if I have literally nothing else to spend my money on I might as well spend it on something that's not just going to go to a waste Yeah yeah right on I and I really you know just touching back on that I really like the whole people say when you're investing in yourself you pay yourself first and then you pay your expenses after that uh, yeah most people do it into a 401k you're just dumping it straight into crypto i don't think it really matters what you're putting it into as long as you're paying yourself first before yeah. you know those non-discretionary or sorry those discretionary expenses um so you kind of talked about okay you've started to pull some money out You've kind of lived living a little bit large. Um, uh, you know, you're still super young. You're 20 years old. What's what's your long term plan? Do you have one? My long term plan? Well, okay. Um, there's there's like again, any plan can go anyway. But like, we'll talk about my ideal plan here. So yeah. my ideal plan, Bitcoin is just gonna keep fucking popping off. There's gonna be like a thousand <laughs> more cycles, man. It's just gonna keep going. I'm gonna simple easy life i can just keep making money off this shit alt seasons whatever just throw it all at me we can just keep moving yeah um but uh yeah bitcoin will hit like a couple million dollars and then like i'm golden i'm golden then there we go we're good okay so you... but for the for the most part like even if crypto like say it just kind of stays around where it is or it takes a huge fall like i'm still hopeful so i assume for i don't know why the hell it wouldn't keep going up but uh like I would just I'm good at trading stocks and stuff so I would try to go move more into forex and stuff and try to learn that um but generally my end goal is to just like I like being kind of self-employed yeah it's okay. nice nice not having to work for I do have a part-time job I want to mention that I do have a part-time job only so I can keep somewhat of a schedule in my days okay um and so but do, for do the most like you still invest most of your paycheck into crypto yeah funny enough so i i keep a lot of my part-time job money so i can just spend it on like stupid stuff without having to worry about taking crypto out there we go but still every paycheck i've ever had at this job and i did get this job after i was already like i knew what i was doing in crypto yeah um but even with every single paycheck i've had i've put 50 to 100 dollars in there just because just every single yeah. paycheck 
every still, single patron. Still after making massive gains, dollar cost. Yeah, man, just got to get that Coinbase fucking account popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was doing the same thing uh, up until, I guess, this last check. Now I'm not going to be putting money in. I guess, yeah, I no longer more, have but... a job. But up until <laughs> that, pretty much last, I think I skipped out on maybe the one before that just to pad my savings a little bit. Um, yeah, but before it happens that, every now and then, you know, enjoy was, yourself. Yeah, I was really beefing it up. It was, you know, at first a couple hundred bucks. Then it was, you know, nice. half my check when we hit, I think, four. We dipped from six to 4K. I was like, I'm going deep. Yeah, no, okay, yeah. When we were in the 4K point, it was fucking, I was like literally full paychecks going in. I yeah, was not giving yeah, a fuck. Exactly. I, and I, people I, were looking at me like, why are you still doing this, man? Like, you've been doing this for two years. Like, do you still have to do this? I'm like, you fucking bet I do. Yeah, that, this is how you make the real money, honestly. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's, no, there's not an endless amount of Bitcoin out there, man. I got to get them while I fucking can. Right, yeah. It's so many people have kind of just, made that first investment saw some gains and now are just kind of riding this roller coaster a lot of people do that and that's like as i said i'm teaching like a f- some of my closer friends one of the things i want to teach them is like you'll never make that first investment and make money it's got to be a gradual thing like you got to keep money flowing in if you want to keep making more money i mean i i kind of disagree with that but i think i also got lucky i think anyone who bought bitcoin early enough got lucky because i i threw I think I bought two Bitcoin when I first got invested. It was one first at 700, a second one at 800. Nice. And it did not go below that price ever again. It just went up and yeah. up and so, up. So, yeah, I, I got lucky as well. And I was at, I bought a point too because I bought around, I think it was around the same price as yours. Mine was bought in Canadian. So it was like close to like the $1,000 mark. There we go. Around there. Um, But, uh, yeah, from the point that I bought, it kept going up and up and up. But like, still, for me, that like almost brought an anxiety. I was like, "What if it's never coming back to this price?" Like, yeah, no. Like, so then it, was, you it, just... it was a straight. It was one hundred percent FOMO at that time. I was yeah. like, "I have to keep buying more because it's never gonna come back." And like later on, I kept kind of thinking to myself, like, "Oh, I shouldn't have bought so much at that price. Like, I'm sure it's gonna come back, but it never did it, yeah, come back just, at that it, price. It just keep going up, honestly. So." It, it does happen. It doesn't happen often. You talk. It to doesn't people. happen often. Yeah, you, so. you talk to 99% of people and they bought, you know. Well, and it. one thing that sucks is like when I, for like, this was during like my first year of being involved is when it hit a uh, 4K and I was telling all of my friends like, this is the moment. Like there was a huge, di- it was like, I forget what happened. It's like maybe the bit after a year of being involved, but it was like 5K or something like that. Then it was a big dip to 4K. And I was telling like all of my friends like, for anyone who wants to be involved with what I'm doing, like now's the time to buy. We'll never hit 4K again. And then I like was held to that word for so fucking long until finally this bear market yeah. fucked me over, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Like all of my friends, I kept telling them like, you should have like, bought them. Like I told you it was never coming again. back. <laughs> but of course we fucking had to hit 4K, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, So we talked about a lot. I just kind of want to, you know, go over a couple more things that we haven't really yeah, touched man. on yet. So, you know, you mentioned big on dollar cost averaging, big on paying yourself first. How, because, you know, a lot of people who are going to be listening to this, they're probably either just leaving the house. They might still be living at home, in which case expenses are low. But how do you, like, you have a part-time job. How do you deal with, you know, the whole expenses every month, saving? Do do you any kind of, like, cost cutting, budgeting, any of that stuff so that you can invest more into crypto? Um... Well, okay, so yeah, uh, f- sadly, I like since I got into crypto at a pretty good point, like you, like you did. So I never really had to cut myself 
down on like any expenses to try and like budget myself to get more crypto like as soon as i got a part-time job again i was pretty happy with only putting in like if the minimum was 50 dollars every paycheck i was content with that so if i so happened to go over what my normal expenses were i knew no matter what i could have 50 fucking bucks to put into crypto there we go so yeah sadly i never had to do any budgeting for this but um I'm, did, that's, but like, it, that's one reason like why a... i want to teach my friends like that's something i want to get into to try and help them out with it and see what they have to do so they can invest more into crypto because at this time where i said i don't know what else would be a good investment at this point yeah like, i mean there's always gold and stuff like that i mean that's like the the solids of the earth but i mean technology's taking over the world man yeah it really is um you know it's kind of hard to sit on your hands with every other investment because i've got you know a decent part yeah. of my net worth in crypto i'm like hey i want to diversify this a little bit but at the same yep. time you know there's i i personally do not believe you will see gains in any other sector i mean there will be those one-off stocks that are just firing but yeah well and yeah, that's one thing whole... like i always thought like crypt like bitcoin specifically was like quite revolutionary like the tech behind it and on top of it it's super fucking volatile like yeah i would have invested in Bitcoin avoid all the validity, but like it just really helps to making money once you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's, also losing money if you don't know what you're doing. I was gonna you say just get lured into BitMEX and shit like that. Dude, I I tell anyone who's like, Oh, I think I'm getting into trading, I'm like, Good luck, you're not gonna do well. <laughs> yep. Say say goodbye. Ca- to- if you're careful, you can do well. Yeah, of like, course. You have to be super careful though, and that's the problem. Everyone gets like one big gain and they're like, Now I know what to do. Everyone I can be risky with genius. this next play. Yeah. Okay, so kind of on the same page there, I do yep. very minimal low leverage trading. If I do trade, um, I'm more of a, you know, find solid investments, buy low caps and yeah. kind of hold out for a little bit. But, you know, everyone's got their thing. I'm not going to knock it or say that one's better than the other. Um, but okay, so you've given us some tips on how people can, you know, budget and get into crypto. Um, you've kind of talked about your life plans Yep, yep. You've dropped, you know, so many different pieces of advice, but can you just give us, you know, as someone who's very young, who's just starting off life, probably younger than most of the people that are listening, um, it might be hard, but can you give them just one piece of life advice that you've picked up through this journey? So, yeah, I think the so far best thing that's helped me and another thing that, like, if anyone wants, like, one quick tip of advice for, like, financial stuff anyways... I just tell them, like, give yourself a, uh, fuck, I can't even remember what I fuck. Give yourself an allowance. That's it. There we go. Like, I, luckily enough, it was easy for me because I was young. I had no, like, actual fees to have to pay in my life. But uh, if you just give yourself an allowance of you can only spend this much every week and make it a low amount because, really, you don't need to, like, there's nothing you need to buy for the most part. Right. <laughs> you need the basics like food, water, and shit to live. But on the most day-to-day basis, we just buy pointless-ass shit. We live in a very materialistic society. I, yeah, exactly. I'm so not. if you just give yourself like a, a minimal amount of allowance, you'll realize how much you like you like can save on a monthly basis. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. So again, going kind of back to that, pay yourself first. I don't know if you've read the book Richest Man in Babylon. It's you know. I don't think I have, but uh, I'm writing down right fucking now. So I, it's like pretty you know low tier, low quality investment advice. But I think the one biggest takeaway is to pay yourself first. You take 10% of your income, no matter how much exactly. you're making. Just something like that. Perfect. And you it. Yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of, you know, anecdotal kind of stories. Um, 
that teach you about pretty much the basics of investing. But the one big takeaway, which you have come to by yourself, is that you need to take a small portion, in your case a large, but a small portion of your earnings. And before you pay any sort of expenses, you kind of keep that for yourself. Um, exactly. And then that's all you keep for yourself. There we that's go. all you need, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's financial advice. You got any life advice for yeah. us? I would love to hear, you know. Oh, uh, life advice. How to stop, live just life stop giving fucks, man. You, you don't need to give a fuck about anything. There we go. Especially I... on the internet. Okay, give a few fucks in life, but especially on the internet, no fucks. No fucks, man. I appreciate that. I feel like as a 20 year old, I was so concerned with what everyone else thinks of me. And as I've grown older, I'm 25, and so I'm not that it, old. I've yeah, really... it's, if my uh, some of my brother's buddies are twenty five, and it's funny because they will look at me and be like, "We, I wish I didn't give as many fucks as you." Like, <laughs> I post the most stupidest stuff online, as you've all seen, and like, some of them know my actual account. Like, even the stuff I post on like the stuff that's related to actual like me, it's still pretty fucking out of this world type of shit. And they're all just like, "How can you get away with this?" It's like, I just don't care, man. I just don't care. I think that also kind of relates back to this whole why you've been so successful is. You know, you, you you don't give a fuck. You, whatever happens, happens. And yep, that's you, a big point, man. Whatever it, happens, happens. You do it with conviction, and you don't apologize for it. And I appreciate yep. that. Exactly. You know what's up. Right on, brother. All right. So, I mean, I've pretty much got everything. I really appreciate you sitting down and talking to us. Everyone I've spoken to is a little bit older. They've built businesses. It's really nice. good to get nope. that kind of young nope. perspective. And again, man, I really appreciate you coming on. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode. And I just want to take a quick second to ask you a huge favor. If you found anything in the episode helpful or it's been inspiring to you in any way, I just ask that you share it with your friends, family, anyone you know on social media, um, and hopefully we can help them out as well. Have a good one.